2: Hugs. It's just the hug time. Yeah, it's it Catherine Bohart. Hi, hi. How are you, Helen? I'm good. I'm actually really excited for today's episode. Me like, too. Not that I don't enjoy chatting with you and Andrew, because you know I do. Andrew, why do I feel like there's a butt coming? I'm a hoglet. I just I'd <laughs> rather have Fern Brady here. Wow, too, <laughs> you're so
1: rude. I Endlessly rude. I yes, love her. you're right though. She's absolutely amazing. And Fern Brady's going to be with us later, and we. I got to tell you, every chat with Frame is good, but it's a good chat. But I feel
2: like because we get this special time together, it's yeah. almost like when you're in like a female friendship of three, and you're like, let's have just the two of us, and then they can come along. Do you know what I mean? I
1: felt very much like as with you, as you do with all guests, it was you and her against me what the fuck I feel like you take advantage of the
2: triangle to exclude me on purpose okay well let's let the listeners be the judges. I think we should okay Fern Brady's coming up and <laughs> you can judge if you feel at any point that Catherine gets let out of the conversation no
1: not left out just actively picked on I'd say actively picked on what is our dynamic if not that Helen Bowers love
0: <laughs> through the fog step
2: What's your problem, they'll have
1: guests and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hugs. Trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. Are you in a happy mood today, or something? Yeah. You're
2: not on your period, are you? I'm literally finishing. That's what I... Oh, you seem peaceful. You know what it is? It's because yeah. like, I know my moon cup is not getting filled. <sighs> I just know.
1: You're nicer to me this way. Feels good. I like Feels it. Feels really relaxing. An empty
2: moon cup, but a full Catherine I and Helen. I think I had a very successful weekend.
0: So tell I about, feel good
2: for myself. Tell me about you know? your weekend. It was just like, you know when you're thriving? I don't, but tell me about it. I was thriving. I was, I was thriving. You know I'm not thriving because I'm wearing the most patterned dress I own. So <laughs> yeah. it's very compensatory. <laughs> <laughs> <To> compensatory. <laughs> I do that sometimes oh, many bands, yeah. I put in the biggest earrings. so everyone's like what's her truth I know like, yeah 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 if <laughs> I'm wearing shitloads of lipstick it's not a good week for Catherine oh, you do have lipstick on yeah let's do you th- want to hear do, should we do your bad week before we do my no, good my week no my week's been fine but I want to hear about your thriving no it sounds like you're really depressed oh my god we'll get to it in a moment tell me about your thriving weekend okay so I had a gig in Hereford which right so it doesn't sound like the beginning of a great thriving weekend no it doesn't lovely lovely gig amazing stuff and I've died in Hereford before so it was so lovely to go back oh and have God, a lovely time. Oh, God, it's
1: to turn something around because it's easy to get in your head that a location is just a place you don't do well in. I had a point well
2: to prove. In. I had a point to prove. That's
1: gorgeous. But it doesn't always go that way. Like True. I think there are some places where I, I've thought, you know, this is the time and it never is. So
2: mm-hmm. good for you for turning Hereford around. What happened? What was different this time? A, a different venue run by really lovely guys. Well, so shade to the last venue. Anyone in the Hereford, no, seriously, massive shade to the last venue. <laughs> um, even though it was 100% me and not them as well. Like, I was also dog shit.
1: I guess the difference was this time it was a great venue with good people. Seriously, uh,
2: classical <laughs> comedy in Hereford. If anyone lives around Hereford, go to that night. They curate oh. such fun bills. I know Bobby Mayer's doing the next one, which is probably like All next right, this week This isn't a fucking this. ad, it, Helen. It's so good. Good. So then I was like, but I was like, oh shit, I've got, you know that 10 o'clock train back from Hereford which goes through every single stop? Mm-hmm. You get in at 1.20am <gasps> so I was like, okay, I'm in for a long journey back. Arrive in Hereford, message from comedian Ray Badron being like, I'm doing Hereford. He was <gasps> doing that gig that I don't like there <laughs> and he was like are you on the 10 o'clock train I was like fucking amazing got on the train so met lush. two guys who had just been at a whiskey tasting in Worcester but they hammered no they were fine uh. I had I had like one glass of wine one beer and I was like Where's the whiskey at? <laughs> <laughs> start a combo with them tried their whiskey I said it was peaty they were impressed no nice. I not even I can't say just a guess. I get that just a guess. and then Ray said something about coffee barrels and Japanese whiskey. They were charmed by wow. us. It was amazing. Got back and then Saturday had two gigs in London that were both lush. Uh-huh. And then I threw a drill party on Sunday.
1: What the hell is a drill party?
2: Okay, this is where I think my weekend really shone. So on Sunday. Are you talking
1: dance with
2: drums? No, I'm talking drilling, black and decker, what? heckler and kosh.
0: <laughs> What's a heckler and kosh? What? That's not a drill, is it? No, I think Bosch, maybe? Bosch.
2: Bosh it. When in doubt, it, Bosch it.
0: Are you talking about
1: fucking? No! No, I needed to get. Are these euphemisms? (laughs) What's happening?
2: You get drilled. I have been trying to get four coat hooks up in my hallway. For about a year now. Why did that involve need to involve a party? Because I have been hammering in screws to oh a plaster no, wall. So Helen. they go up, they fall down. Of course they do. And it's just, it's been an absolute nightmare. I really hope my landlady never hears this. It's just an She's absolute gonna see it's it, a Helen. sea of holes. No, because I've plastered them.
1: <laughs> oh, fine. As long as so you make. Can, you can't, with a see, kitchen knife.
2: <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound much. Right. But you, as long as you've made good, it's I've fine. I've made good. We're fine. And then I was like, watch something on youtube have you heard of raw plugs raw plugs i thought they were called wall plugs but they're called raw plugs
1: andrew what the hell is she saying
0: raw plugs okay raw fine plugs. okay
1: fine w do you mean like the yellow R- pla- the yellow oh, fucking hell. do you mean the yellow plastic ones that just go in the section mine are red Okay, fine, but basically something
2: that sits in to hold the screw exactly. Now to yeah, get that's that right. in, I've
1: dated lesbians. I, don't <laughs> no, want to, I bought I don't a want set to brag. of them
2: about three months ago and was trying to hammer them in.
1: Oh, that's so you are just chipping away at the work.
2: plaster, making the yeah, hole bigger and bigger really and bigger, really big. Really big. You need to have a drill. <sighs> now I am not buying a drill. I am not falling for that. That's fucking bullshit. I know my friend Will's housemate owns a drill. Now I can't ask Will to get a drill off his housemate and come over with Why it because that it's it's pushing my luck. I think that's pretty straightforward and actually, no, it's like, can you get the- this drill? Bring it over, return it, blah, blah blah. I was like, I'll come get it, and then I was like, no. Actually, guess what's happening on Sunday, Well, I'm throwing a drill party, and you're invited. Make them feel special. That's a trick with boys. Make them feel special for no reason. Then invited his best mate over, who has a wall scanner, to join the drill party. Then got in Neil O'Rourke to join the drill party as well, because Neil loves a party, and he had an Indian takeaway, so he was very happy, Through a drill party. Sorry, can but can it was just... awful, because we forgot drill bits.
1: Okay, can we just? Okay, can we just circle back? So... Rather than just ask your friend, may I please borrow your friend, housemate's drill. I threw a party. Or indeed buy a drill that probably costs less than catering for the four men you invited to your home.
2: They got their own takeaways and brought them to mine.
1: Okay, you instead constructed a party of basically like random men who don't know each other that well. and We won't baby boys. Ha- won't They're won- all good friends. Okay. And then casually mentioned that they should bring tools with them. If yeah. they
2: felt like it, like no biggie. And also do the work.
1: Okay, but you got no drill bits. So what did you do?
2: We didn't have any drill bits. So the drill party Wait, started drill? with only a drill with nothing at the end oh of God. it. So we were like, oh, this isn't good. But we had a scanner. So we spent a while scanning our bodies to see where you could drill into. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. And then we, we thought it'd be really funny to pretend was for it a while the obvious that it was a jizz monitor. There it is. To see who was fertile. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, so, did the code hooks get put up? I was, well, was, the drill party started with no drill bits. So, I was like, right, we need to go to Will's house, which is like a 20 minute walk away, to get the drill bits and then come back. But his housemate doesn't get up until about three o'clock. Uh-huh. So, we were like, okay, we need to wait. And then it was, we were getting to the point where I'd nearly got all the baby boys with their backpacks on ready to go f- to get the drill bits. <laughs> and then as soon as that happened, Sunil arrived One back of from Birmingham. Way. He stopped at a Tim Hortons in Birmingham and brought us back uh, Tim bits, the little donut balls. So, then the whole party gets derailed with all the baby boys gathered around Sunil and him handing out little donut balls. In my head, he's chewing them and popping them into, his ma- into their mouth. Yeah, like a baby <laughs> And I'm just there standing at the door being like, this isn't the drill party I wanted. This no. isn't what I was promised. We eventually make our way towards the pub. But as we're going towards the pub, we run into like three different groups of friends. So we're constantly having to stop and talk to people. And then we're talking to this table of like lovely people, the guys that run like the piñata comedy show. Don't know what that is. And a friend of mine, Lewis, like just good Don't people. Know. And I was like, we need to get the drill bits, guys. And they were just all bantering. And I was like, but we, seriously, the drill party's just gone fucking mental. Hang
1: on, are the three men you invited overall comics? Yes. That is, honestly, trying to move male comedians through space is <laughs> is like herding cats. And It's then, like, yes, you could do another little bit.
2: Aren't you a very clever boy? Let's move it along. And then we finally get, we pick up the drill bits and then... Eddie gets hungry. I need a wee. And we're like, oh, this is a nightmare. So instead of like actively searching for things anymore, I was like, fuck it. I'm leaving. I'm getting a pint. So Eddie went to get food. I went to get a pint. And Neil came and sat with me while I had a pint and he did a little, little tap water for my baby boy.
1: I'm genuinely so stressed by this story. Can you just tell me that it got resolved and that you got
2: the coat hangers up? Eventually we got home and we got the four coat hooks up and only one of them is still wobbly. <laughs> That is not a good story. All I'm saying is if you want to get DIY done, don't throw a drill party. Have you heard of Handyman? Yes, I have now. Yes. I'm a big fan. Yes.
1: They're great. Yes. They basically do magic. Yes. Um, I have a Handyman. He's the Handyman who used to work at the last property I rented for their, for the
2: rental company. Classic.
1: But he liked me so much because I used to always give him biscuits and tea. But now he does my Handyman stuff for free.
2: But you're charming.
1: I am do quite, quite you nice see, girl. like...
2: People want to do things for you because I don't know
1: why he does it for free though. I worry that he he
2: have you fucked him and you just don't remember it.
1: No, no. I think it's um. I know. I definitely remember. I think it's one of those things where he he feels like a father figure. Like I'm I'm so clueless that he's like. Ugh, I'll just take care of it. But then I also worry because he's Iraqi. I wonder if it's like that taxi thing in Iraq where it like I'm like, let me pay you. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, but I'm supposed to be like, no, let me pay you. But I don't want to argue too I much think with him because it is free. To be paying
2: him. I think so. I try. So does he come over and like put up things for you, like hooks? Yeah. Because I can do everything myself apart from he's if put I don't up gels, have the tools. He's bolted
1: cabinets to the wall. <gasps> he's like, oh, I'm, I'm Why, pro- you I afraid pro- of
2: earthquakes. I should probably pay him. Shouldn't pay I? him.
1: No, I should, it's just my my flat on. So or sort of a throw him
2: a party when he comes over to do it. <laughs> I don't think that's the way. Do it as we, long as everyone brings the tools. It can be a very successful I day. I do
1: think I should pay him, but then what? The problem is I'm then ballparking because he won't give me a figure. So like, what are we paying people to like bolt something to?
0: A wall? What's that fee? I, it shouldn't be that much, should it? I, I mean, I'm sure I don't it's the power know, hour Andrew. Thing. Mm-hmm. Well, Helen said she could get Helen to do it. She said she can do it as long as she. No, has a I'm not as
2: horrendous and very.
0: Stressful. We only messed
2: up four times. <laughs>
0: sounds That's terrible. Not bad,
1: once we have the equipment, it sounds awful. But we were also That's a, a bit no drunk by that point. That's a no from me. Okay, well, you've had a busy week. Yeah, it's been amazing. That's a lot. Um, Annie, so that's you thriving, is it?
2: Yeah, I got four coat hooks up. That is thriving as far as I'm concerned. That was a job that I've been looking at for so long, and I was so proud to do it. But we, we've got a really dusty hallway still because neither of us are willing to vacuum. You know what
1: just realized, What? Why wouldn't you vacuum?
2: Because Sunil brought the vacuum down. He's like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, yeah, you should do it. Should and now we're at a stalemate. Party.
1: No, Andrew. <laughs> no. You're
2: so right. Just, vacuum, pie. just um, vacuum. Me and my friends once did a um, wax Helen party, and this is like a couple of years ago. <laughs> what? And I went to their garden, and um, garden. we were like racing. It wasn't. It was like a remove all the hair on Helen day, and I was in their garden, basically naked, and one of them was epilating, and one of them was waxing on either leg. We were just like, this would be a bit fun, just to fill a day, you know. It was very painful for me, actually. (laughs) I was there just like smoking and drinking like, this is a horrible day.
1: (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. Sorry. First of all, your parties are extremely gendered. If you go back on my Instagram,
2: you can find it if you go back enough.
1: (laughs) They're incredibly gendered. Secondly, are you telling me that you went to somebody's garden, got waxed out out your garden and and then waxed it?
2: Did they do your actual lady garden? I think we went just for bottom legs. I think we were planning on doing the whole thing, but then we realised that it is not fun for me.
1: You. It took you doing that to realize that wouldn't be fun for you.
2: Yeah, and also their gardens, like it's like it's like South London gardens, where there's like no wall between the next garden; it's just like a little mesh fence. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 And there were children yeah, 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 next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bloody weird. Kids. It's weird. It's weird because you um, you initially said you were thriving, and I felt like oh, I sh- I should be thriving. I'm still and thriving. And then you told me the story of how you were thriving, and now I actually feel like it is in fact I.
2: Who I'm thriving. (laughs) But you don't have four coat hooks up. Did I mention the coat hooks from Etsy? I didn't. That from Etsy. I I, I
1: do. I just don't think of that as a huge achievement. So maybe I would be thriving even more if I lowered my standard. Also, didn't you say you
0: messed up four times and there was four coat hooks? So you messed up every single one.
2: No. Well, I was in charge of Eddie (laughs) was in charge of putting the hole in the wall with the drill, and I was in charge of putting the Raw plug. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't fully get. It. How do you spell it?
0: Like I, raw I,
2: dogging.
1: Is it?
0: R a w. I'll Google it.
2: Because I thought it was wall plug.
1: Andrew, can you please Google that? We'll do a check. There's some. There's some people listening to this going, "Oh my fucking god,
2: it's called this!" And oh
0: my god, why? But basically, Hoover?
2: wall plugs come in. Different uh,
0: sizes. R a w l rawl 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 oh, Can you know understand what? how it, I struggled also with that? So known as a Wahlberg. That's
2: what I fucking said, and they were all like, "No, it's a roll plank." You
0: can't. I'm, telling, a I'm sending a voice note to also them. Also now. Okay, so, so it's like
1: brawl
2: a without a b. Yeah,
1: we're having a roll party. Oh, that's exciting. That's a, a roll good...
0: brawl. You could have gone
1: for.
2: Oh, It could have been a rule. Eddie, roll. I'm doing a podcast and we just hey, Googled Ellen. it and it is a wall plug as well as a rule plug. You can't do voice notes when we're on the podcast. I've done it now. Like Thank the you. time you've done this. <laughs> That's not acceptable.
1: I want to make sure my point. Helen, new rule.
2: No, my new voice notes.
1: New rule. What is it?
2: Don't do a voice note during the podcast.
1: And what is your phone meant to be on? Aeroplane mode. Thank you. Shall we focus?
2: Yeah. Sweet
1: God. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had a good week. That's exciting. I'm so pleased. What would you say? Um, Your like, we're obviously getting into winter now, which yes. I'm really excited about. Yes. It sounds like you've achieved. Loads. Hence the coat hooks. Um, but. Here's my question. I'm getting to a point where I know it's the third week of October, but are you starting to feel like... And I had... To, basically, I called my mother at the weekend and she was like, I finished my Christmas shopping. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't even
2: started saving for Christmas presents, never mind both the Christmas presents. Um, is that... Oh, but what's the expectation on you as far as Christmas gifts in the family vein? Like, Do you all do gifts for each other? Well,
1: we do a Chris Kindle... So we all pull Do you, you know They
2: all they will buy you their a Kindle.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. you know what a Chris Kindle is? No. Oh, were you Like a secret Santa. Yeah, so we all put our names on the hat, we pull it out and we get that person and then there's a limit, 150 pound, 150 euro limit, I think uh-huh. on that. Um which uh is fine because we're all adults, but um then my mother also still does stockings from santa
0: cute
1: and then she just buys for everyone anyway send so it sort of rooms and so then you all have to sort of like at least buy for her and then like couch for like extraneous gifts and then but then also i think i put too much of a standard on myself to get all my friends presents when i kind of wish we could all just agree that we don't have enough money for that but we
2: can i do a couple of friends and yeah. i usually do Everyone gets sort of like a similar vibe. So like last year, I like bulk bought loads of photo frames and then got everyone like a a nice photo memory of me. (laughs) (laughs) Me with them. That is sad, but that was the gift.
1: (laughs) No, you did not give all your friends a
2: photo of us. Of us, like together. Okay, it wasn't just of you. My friend's fonts. In case I go missing, here's a photo of me. Pictures of like the three of us in Disney together. Okay, cute and stuff. And like my friend Gwyneth got actually still haven't given it to her. That's from Christmas last year.
1: You could reuse this
2: year. Gwyneth you have got a picture of the two of us on your 30th birthday coming your way
1: oh nice look at you Gwyneth if you care about that she cares okay cool that's nice (laughs) that's nice That's nice. but I do I think um yeah I think a lot is expected of me in terms of gifts and I think I also have set myself such a high bar yeah I I think I go too much and then I have to keep it up and I feel a lot of pressure with it which is really it's a really hard loop to break um uh, but so, yeah, I'm quite anxious about it, but it did ha- not not help by my mother, who's such a Christmas obsessive, being like, it's all done. And also, it's never all done with Geraldine.
2: Let's face it. Wait, so you've got to spend €150 euro on one family member, but you also have to do presents for your mum, and then you also do gifts for all your friends.
1: No, you don't have to get presents for my mum, but okay. she will get extra presents for you. So it's like, do you love her or are you a bad daughter? You it's love like, her. You know what I mean? That's the thing. And the thing about Geraldine as well is she'll always say, Christmas shopping done. So she'll finish in August, first of all. <sighs> then she'll finish in October. She's absolutely done by October. She's done,
2: done, she's done. Oh my God.
1: And then she continues to buy. And you're like, bitch, I, how am I supposed to keep up with this? Like, it's just, she's she just loves making other people happy. She's such a giver. That's and it's, really sweet. It is really sweet, but it's also a trait I've picked up on. And the problem is, and so is my bro- and, uh, brother and sister. And I think the problem is we end up giving more than we actually should. And kind of damaging our own well-being because we're all trying to be so kind to each other. Anyway, that sounds like a... B- oh, we're so nice, but I just mean like we overspend.
2: Just to put it in context, my family, we've done stockings off and on, but they're pretty much over now. Maybe yeah. this year will be different because last year, none of us were together because of lockdown. That's what we I think. All... I think
1: it's going to be an overcorrection this year because my so mom missed maybe, me. maybe, but
2: we have definitely, like as soon as we weren't like living at home anymore than it was immediately. Like stockings out, one present each and it's on a secret Santa but also done with like a couple of my uncles. So like I'll just get a message from Uncle Jerry being like, you've got to spend 20 pounds on your dad. (laughs) And I'll be like, okay. And that's it. It's just sort of done over WhatsApp. And then also like food, we all bring one dish each. Like no one's in charge.
1: That's very smart. I think I might suggest to my mother that we lower the... Christmas but we really don't do
2: Christmas vibes like I did try when I was younger to make it more wholesome but last Christmas it was me my uncle Jerry and my dad while my mum was in the other room watching uh, my neighbour the Nazi the story of John Demianyuk
1: wow Do- I was...
2: six hour documentary no
1: mine's pretty f- that's intense mine's full on Christmas expectations Mine, that's intense but th- I'm sorry I'm still processing. I loved it
2: I fucking loved I'm it I'm still processing <laughs> what you just said to me um,
1: and
2: that's... also what's great is that Jerry and Michael and me were all mouth breathers so it was the three of us sitting on a sofa watching about this uh, Nazi who might have been Ivan the Terrible 100% was at Treblinka death camp on Christmas Day going
1: Oh, well, the the listener can't hear that. There it is. Okay, great, 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 great. Oh, my gosh. I would say we have a different vibe. Happy Christmas, Daddy. We have a different vibe. vibe, Because, of course, my dad is a deacon. So so Christmas is huge. It's a big part of his job. Big gig. And so Christmas Eve has always been... My brother, sister, and I cooked dinner for my parents. Oh my god! But I'm a control freak, so it's me. Although actually, my brother's a really good cook now, so we might have a bit of a battle of will. And yes, Peter, or we can maybe just work together. Mm -hmm. And then um, Christmas is huge, and yeah, it's a lot. But I also, I also love it. You do. You are like a feamy sort of person. Oh my god, I love it so much. Like I love decorating my flat. Yeah. I love hot chocolates. I, I get love it. wrapping gifts. Mm-hmm. I love thinking about what people might like. Mm-hmm. I don't love the poverty that I experience in January and February because I've overdone it. Um, but I also find it really hard to have those conversations with people when you're like, should we just get each other reasonable things or not? Because I want to be Santa. I feel like I want to be Santa.
2: Just be harsh with who is worth it. But I don't
1: think it's. Well, is, I think
3: is, I do you want to have
2: a discussion? Are we doing gifts for each other?
0: Oh,
1: um, I, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. but the thing is we can have this reasonable conversation because here's the thing we shouldn't get gifts from Andrew but Andrew works much harder than us so we should buy Andrew a gift if you're yeah. getting you me you gifts
0: I will get you gifts
1: that's the thing it's so yeah, tricky, it's, so tricky. It's, like a, it's such a thing where it's like what you want to show up I ca- from December I carry around a generic gift in my bag in case somebody I'm not expecting to give me a gift give that's me a gift that's fucking
2: tragic that's really sad
1: no but no it's <laughs> but what's a generic
2: gift that can suit everyone?
1: It's like a candle or a soap and a book. Whatever the top seller was. But you've given
0: so me what? a candle before, so no, that was a generic no, random it gift. Catherine, no, it But you know I, I take what? great... So what happens if you're like not expecting to see them and they're like, oh, you're here. Oh, that's fantastic. I've just got this gift for you. And you're like, oh, well, I was just carrying around this gift for you.
1: Yeah, you say, you say, oh... Oh my god that's so mad. I have yours with me. No,
0: that's definitely. I was going to believe that. that. That's no my, believe no, that Okay, no,
1: if I just ran into them I wouldn't, but I would then make a point of seeing getting one for them next time. But if
0: right. the,
2: if you but if think I, that they're going to give you a gift and they don't, you don't give them the gift. Exactly. Then. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she's being really nice but it also means that you are only being generous when they have shown an act of generosity first. This isn't yeah. a sweet thing.
1: No, 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 no. I just keep the like number one fiction book that year and uh, like and some maybe some chocolates or something in my bag in case somebody I don't expect gives me a gift so that I have something to give them in return. The only, right. Because I'm not going to be caught out on the hop like some sort of horrible like they feel like no, no, our no, no, generation hang on, hang on, we can
2: on. argue no gifts because of environmental reasons. I, I
1: agree but hang on a second. They have Work, they've like thought of you, brought you a gift, they've met up with you knowing they're going to give you a Christmas gift and you just go, thank you? Yeah. Yeah. You don't return a gift to somebody who gives you a gift for Christmas.
0: Right, it depends on it the Depends person. on the gift, yeah, yeah. And the gift.
1: I would be absolutely mortified.
0: Well, that's why I would return a gift to you. Because I know you...
1: I would be mortified. That's. What I just write down the little gift bag, Merry Christmas, kiss, kiss, no
2: name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think...
2: Don't you know though who's going to give you a gift? Like I know yes, which of my yes, friends I do
1: mostly. I make a list, and that's but, but that's why I, the idea of of being wrong of misjudging it means I have one just in case.
2: Do you also do Christmas cards?
1: Um, do I post Christmas
2: cards? Yeah. Only to the elderly in my life. I think that's the one good thing that's happening with Christmas as far as generations go, is that like we're really letting go of the Christmas card thing. Because yeah. I think people used to do a full day shift.
1: Oh, my, my parents do it together. So they sit down at the table. My dad writes half, the first half. And then my mom's there putting mad. them in envelopes, licking them, putting the stamp on. And then they switch. It's
2: mad. It's yeah. pure madness. Yeah, and also, it takes like, a whole day. The round robins. Did your family ever do that?
1: Oh, those letters about your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a very... This is
2: what happened to us this year. No, we don't I do that. I love them. I, think, I love no, them. No, I wish we did, but oh, we don't. Helen had another abortion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Funnily enough.
2: Michael drove her this time. Funnily enough. I was at book club. <laughs> like... You know what?
1: Irish families don't go in for that. Can you believe? What? Yeah, we don't do an abortion Christmas
2: roundup. Oh, I forgot. You guys are funny about that. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> but like, yeah,
1: it tends not to be like.
2: No, but the round robins are always like, and guess what happened? Our little girl got into university. And I was always like, I'd love if my family did one. Like, there was one year where like, my brother went to jail twice. <laughs> Oh my I, gosh. I decided to stop attending college and didn't write anything in any of my exams. Nice. And it's like, what would my mum and dad write? Like, our marriage is failing, Ted's in jail again, and Helen, well, we wish her luck, but we're pretty sure she's about to share a room with her cousin for a year. And it's true, I <laughs> shared a bed with my cousin <laughs> for a year. Like, not like, it is, you know, not- oh, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, don't,
1: I think there would have been some awkward years to do the roundup at my house as well. Like, completely fair. yeah, yeah. yeah I think, yeah. like... Having to do one Christmas where one of your daughters came out, and then a, a couple of years later be like, "Oh, the fucking other one did as well." Like that's like, that's t- tedious. Um, but yeah, I think I no, we don't do them. We don't do them because that seems very American to me. To be like, it does. But as I'm PR saying,
2: to PR your it. family,
1: you know what I mean? Like, I think I
2: might do a Christmas round. What Robin newsletter? I, I think would- you should do one too.
1: Are we not doing it right now? A year
2: in my life. A
1: year of my life. No, it's not for me. Um, But yeah, my point is I'm feeling a lot of Christmas pressure. And if you're feeling Christmas pressure at home and it's already only October, um, try to channel it into. What I've been trying to channel it into is like stuff I can make myself.
2: I don't know why you're doing this. because Me and Andrew clearly weren't feeling Christmas pressure. And now you've put it on us. And now you're like, but if you are feeling Christmas pressure, I wasn't. But now I am. Okay, I'm sorry. But if you, Are
1: you but if you were now a really good time to go out and forage for dried leaves while they're still on the trees because as they're falling and um, before it gets too rainy and they're all gone because you can use them as little um you can punch a hole in them and let them dry out and then they become really nice little labels instead of It just of
0: gets cris- sadder and sadder, doesn't it? I honestly don't
2: know what to do right now. <laughs> I, I can't work out if she's doing like a bit or no. You can use them serious? as labels
1: on gifts. You tie them all with a ribbon, and you can write with gold pen on you a dried can leaf. Buy, get, get, get I'm in saving the environment and money. I, I just sharpie
2: onto the wrapping paper. Why are we doing labels? What you sharpie on the wrapping paper? and You just put Dad,
1: Gerald, too, yeah. Philip. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay.
1: Um, well, you can also dry a nice brown leaf out and use a gold pen on it. <laughs> and then use a pole punch and put the ribbons through that and it holds. Andrew, that's beautiful. <laughs> I'm
0: so sorry.
1: Also, you can take olive oil and um, if you've washed the leaves and dried them, you can take some olive oil and cover a board with them and then place cheese on them at Christmas. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fuck you both save the listeners some money and give them a thoughtful way to channel their anxieties.
2: Sharpie and wrapping paper sounds cheaper than that.
1: Yeah, it looks awful.
2: Because it doesn't. It does. Well, it's clear. It looks
1: awful. And also, is your wrapping paper recyclable? Another important question over which you can have anxiety.
2: What? Is cling film recyclable? (laughs) A good question, actually. It's a good fucking question. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> oh, okay, God. so nobody else is feeling this way. There's a bunch of people listening being like, it's October, shut the fuck up, Catherine. So
2: I will. Yeah, I feel like you, no one had anxiety about it and now yeah, they do.
1: I, I'm so sorry. I've, I've, uh, I didn't mean to bring that upon us. Anyway, Halloween's around the but corner. But I feel like we also
2: didn't sort out the fact that like, are we doing gifts for each other then? Shall we all do it? How, would, set, you like, a like a how would you like? I think we should we should do it on the podcast. In how like, would you both for like, like, like the episode. best-selling fiction book
1: this year? <laughs> <gasps>
2: yes, and some chocolate. What is the best-selling fiction book this year? We'll, fi- we'll find out closer probably to the time. probably Ausman, where the crowd. Probably Richard Osman. Oh, oh what, yeah. What, what year is it, Helen? Oh, was that old? <laughs> no, but it's not like recent. Oh, I just read it. Okay. I always assume if I've just read it, then it's just come out. Where is but that's it? Not you, how should just, work. you should definitely. Have sim- you heard of Nineteen Eighty-Four? <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> it's very good. Very good book. Um, Let's say like twenty
1: each. Oh, by the way, we haven't. What we, well, we ha- okay, fine. What we haven't mentioned, by the way, is Andrew just showing up, having been sick and not apologising for being absent.
0: Oh yeah. What, so, time so, so this, what time did you call this, Andrew? What time did you call this? Previous episodes. I, 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 well, would you rather I gave you potential lurgy? I,
1: I mean, that what sort of a lurgy? Yeah, it? what are we talking?
0: I know I just woke up feeling really horrible, and like I sent you a voice note to like show up. Oh, we oh, mocked oh, it last time. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was yeah, actually right. fucking absurd. Yeah. i have not listened back yet. Uh, yeah, I um, I was, I just really felt. You horrible. didn't listen to
1: the podcast. You weren't on. Is that what you're saying, Andrew? Well, no, I will eventually. I mean, oh my god he's
2: rude i haven't listened to them yet
1: you don't listen to our own podcast that's fine i think i, don't listen I think it would be weird to listen back to our own podcast that's like reading back your own diary and being like i did
2: <laughs> once go to listen back to an episode of a podcast i was on because i had quite a few messages about it being like oh like that was amazing like thinking yeah like, but like kind of emotionally heavy ones and i was like oh shit like because i never like i'm just not that person like i can't if you've got like a trauma and you shut, I can't handle it. Like, just I'm not that person. So I went back to listen to it and the first three minutes of the podcast is the host being like, had a great chat with Helen. I really thought she'd contact me saying she didn't want loads of this stuff in, but she hasn't, so I guess (laughs) it's all fine. And you know when you're like, immediately, I can't listen to it then. Yeah, I don't think that's healthy though. I
1: don't think it's healthy too because I think like, if, for most people, like, if they said, oh, I happen to have a recording of a conversation you had with your friend when you were drunk the other night, do you want to listen? Absolutely not. That sounds horrendous. And so why would you listen back to a podcast? And I would say, I like I prefer to spend my time listening to, like, um, exes or people I've slept with on podcasts instead of um, That's an option for you yeah, though not
2: all of us have that as an about.
1: option Yeah it's nice It's
2: nice Actually I did um, sleep with a guy that has a podcast
1: Yeah and it's good to like yeah. listen and then sort of read every, read into everything they say and then be like that's probably about me I still me. haven't listened to it Well there's
2: a little uh, something you can do if you To think. ruin my life Yeah, yeah <laughs> you
1: feeling, feeling bad about yourself on a mega bus why not engage in that behaviour Get in yes. a lovely bubbly bath
2: put on a potty <laughs> Oh no because he gets
1: I get the anxiety sweats so not in the bath not the time you're I sweating warm. in the
2: bath do you remember this is really weird do you remember that phase where everyone said um if you want to lose weight you cover yourself in cling film and get in the bath what that's really i'm un- not joking it hit our school quite toxically that's terrible and it's something to do with the sweat that doesn't seem right how do you get
1: out are you not like trapped
2: no it's fine you're still you're still supple enough to move i mean it depends on how tight you do it i just did it on my legs and I, it was quite a fun sensation, I won't lie, and but I don't think it's healthy. Horrible. It
1: sounds like being boiled.
2: Yeah. It was a little bit, actually, yeah. Bag, Helen. yeah. yeah. lovely. Oh my God, being sous vide. So Done in five minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I don't like that. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, I no, I don't listen back. I genuinely feel like I wish I had more news for you, but I've been kind of
2: just gigging loads. That's good that you've been gigging loads. It's nice to be back gigging loads and it, it being is. like... A thing that we can do again.
1: It is. It's nice to get to a point of gigging where um I mean I feel like we're talking just comedy. But,
2: but don't you also like crave TV now gigging us back? Like those relaxing moments? Because I was getting bored of TV. Oh, you mean watching television? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, all right, Helen, somebody does TV and I was like, I just craving a TV gig. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. no I, was like, <laughs> I was like, um uh yeah, I miss watching television.
2: listen, we don't we're all surely at the point now of return to normality where we're like, but like four weeks long. So this terrible. is why me and my housemate no, no, no. have started watching SAS Who Does Wins. The celeb one. Nope.
1: Oh, is there a, is there a normies one?
2: We're watching series 1 from like back oh. in the day of the, I mean normies yeah. One of them's a comedian on it which is so exciting. Incredible. Which who is it? We don't know him. It's quite okay. annoying. I think he's an Australian comic so we okay. don't What's his name? Mick something? Okay. Has obviously hasn't. Stopped. He's really lovely. I'm uh, sure he's very funny. But I just we haven't come. Across I'm watching
1: Merida for a Sight back. Have you watched it? Me the too. British one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> but
2: I'm only like ten episodes in. Oh
1: my god. See, that's something where like during
2: lockdown, I could have done with another one of those because yes. it gives you structure to your week.
1: Absolutely. Whereas it also gives the people to feel superior to. So when your life's not going well, it's well, like you these think you're better than toxic. them. You think you're better. I think that a lot of those people are toxic. Those dynamics are toxic. And I wish that somebody would just pull them aside and say, "You deserve better than this." Who are you talking about in particular? I'm talking about um Luke Moraghnley. I don't look, it's absolutely fine that she's not attracted to him, but I think there's a point at which like in order to to make contort himself into who he thinks she wants him to be, he's having to become someone he isn't. Yes, if you don't watch the show, this is very niche. Um but I just but I just think oh god, that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. And I also think like there's a couple of dynamics where
2: They're borderline abusive to each other. But that's what so much of this reality TV is, is really like toxically abusive moments. And I'm not saying that it's not, all awful, but they do pick a narrative and then edit it that way. Oh, of course. Like I do. The more I watch these things, the more I find it hard to know what to trust with it.
1: hundred percent. And I say all of this whilst being like, when it's on, I'm like, nom 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 nom
2: nom 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 Give me all the gossip. Give me
1: all the drama. Give me yeah, all yeah. the toxicity. But it isn't good. And it's also like, but I, yeah, I, but I'm, I'm absolutely addicted and I love it so much.
2: Would you ever do it?
1: Would I ever get married? marry
2: someone that you've never met before
1: no because being married isn't uh, enough of a dream of mine that i would risk anything That's to do it the
2: thing you've got to like you're because you're putting your life on hold for like six months i yeah. to do it yeah
1: i think you have to want to be married as an end goal that is sufficiently big enough in your life that you're like this hasn't happened and i want it to happen
2: and marriage isn't that for you
1: no it's not it's not. If I get married, that'll be nice. What but- do you dream
2: about? I know it's so What's weird. The plan? It's like, what are my children not going to have a father?
1: <gasps> um, oh my god, no, I, I, don't. I, I want career things. I want travel things, but it's not my, it's not my main goal.
2: Not, See, not marriage, an- I go in and out of because I don't want to be married. I don't, I don't want a big wedding, but I like the idea of like having someone go like, I'm committing to you like i love you fully but i don't think it's a marriage that i want i think it's just someone who really loves me and that i love back
1: that's really sad i was just about to say i was just about to say let me be clear i am a serial monogamist i am terrible like really i don't really know if i could be by myself and that's a terrible thing to be able to say as an adult like i wish that i was certain that i could be but i like to think that if um, if I was single again, I would give myself more opportunity to prove that to myself. Yeah. But I, I don't think that... So I'm utterly dependent on the affirmation that comes from being in a relationship, which is terrible, but it's true. I love love. You know yourself. Yeah, I know at least like, I have enough uh, track record to prove it, so let's just admit who I am. <laughs> but, I, but it's not about um, a, t- a label. It's just about constantly being told, I'm pretty. Oh, and somebody making
2: me dinner. So you are like Nikita... In the first couple of episodes, oh my God, I'm not making... <laughs> anyone who does seen seen it knows oh that was really nice. Yeah, that's that's savage. But yeah, they are. I but would... like. I get. I don't know. I'm with you. Like, marriage has never been like a massive goal for me. I never grew up thinking like, oh, the bride. I want to be a bride. Like, I didn't get that. Same. I definitely do have. I'm ambitious in other ways, but I wouldn't say for marriage. But I am. I don't know. I just. But maybe it comes down to the fact that I just I. You, I see good marriages. I also see lots of bad ones. I've also seen a lot of people settle. And I think because like we all have the option, which we're faced with loads of times in our life, and we're like, I could just settle for this. I could just go for that. That'll be fine. And then you remind yourself of the song from the last five years, sung wonderfully by Anna Kendrick in the <laughs> movie version, I Can Do Better Than That. Wow. Well, you haven't heard it, listen to it now.
1: I think it's it's sad. It's also, it's two things. It's like, one, I when i was growing up marriage wasn't didn't looking like an option it wasn't legal when i was yeah. so I, so and for some gay and queer people that actually i think made marriage a bigger goal right it was like unattainable so the second it was legal they really wanted it because it was like we oh, we'd never have this whereas yeah. to me it was sort of it sort of undermined its value to me i was like oh it's just a, n- a random thing people can make absurd rules about and yeah. it's not it's not definitional of our love so that diminished it for me i think and the other thing is like
2: you'd be a nightmare Sorry, I thought I was going to say. No, no. Could not- you imagine her as a bride? It'd be a- okay. Go on. No, it's actually just.
1: I find it really private. Like, I find it really weird to be like, everyone should come to hear me profess feelings for my private feelings for my private person. It's my <laughs> private person. It's quite
0: a common thing on TikTok. People like gay TikTokers will be like, "Oh, I'm really like not comfortable kissing a man in front of my family."
1: No, 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 no. Sorry, uh, to be clear, it's not that. It's not. It's not. No, it's not that i would have a problem kissing a, a woman in front of my family no no no, no. i I'd, i would honestly neck my but girlfriend in front of my mom inviting people to fly <laughs> over to the watch idea of you. them coming to hear me profess my feelings to oh, anyone sincerely that's my issue I
0: see
1: oh god that's no no that that part's fine if yeah, i yeah, think yeah, i'd be like fuck got... you, enjoy it but <laughs> no, uh, i, I would pull see. up
2: a seat in the room mom yeah. just watch no i am not i am not a
1: self, <laughs> i'm not i'm not a self-loathing gay i'm just I just can't imagine being that sincere in front of people publicly. if we
2: do both decide to get married? We do it Bride Wars style. Have you seen that film? Oh, I could get into that. So we get married at the Plaza in June on the same date. And then basically we're fighting over guestless. Who's, Who's Kate Hudson and who's Anne Hathaway? I think unfortunately it's
1: the other way around. I think I might be a bit of an Anne. I think you are.
2: Damn That's it. Not ununfo- why is that unfortunate? Oh, yeah, because your marriage doesn't work out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Kay gets married and doesn't. <laughs> That's because blondes have more chance of success in marriage. That's true. Is how the, the saying true. actually goes. But, but this, yeah. is
1: what, this is what I was going to go back to about Married at First is there's this weird presupposition from the beginning.
2: Presupposition?
1: Yeah. Is that a word?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank
1: you. Uh, why do we need to check with Andrew? Yes, the word. um is for me is that, is that marriage must be it takes loads of work it's going to be all about compromise and that there's like it doesn't really it's not necessarily about being happy it's about making it, hap- making it work so like it, it doesn't matter as long as it functions regardless of individual happiness and yeah. I'm
2: like that sounds horrid I think that's because we are all unwilling to compromise <laughs>
3: Um, yeah. Level.
1: When also, I think our generation has such optionality. So it's like getting a partner to me feels a bit like it feels more like shopping online than it should. Like, yeah. like, it feels like there's so many options, that the idea.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
1: Of settling is so hard when actually. Isn't that
2: awful s- that I look at loads of marriages and go they're settling,
1: but they're not. They're really happily yeah. in love. And also, but like, it's
2: me being like that. They can't have found that thing because I can't find it, and loads of people, other people can't find it. How have they? But then it's like no, no, they really do. Yeah.
1: And also, like actually, those compromises I don't think feel like big compromises when you're with a person you love because you yeah, like- it's so
2: true because you do enjoy making them happy as much as you enjoy being it's happy. So true. So I think probably. I think for the times that I've been like completely head over heels in love, which has only been like once or twice yeah. and like yeah you do bend over backwards and like all your okay, time is that time literally <laughs> <laughs> literally
1: yeah so I mean I don't think we're having a very romantic stance on it but I think I do think um, I also think let's face it Married at First Side is great television because those experts are terrible at pairing people but that's why they are could try harder. They could so try harder. They could they try know exactly harder. what
2: they're doing to get good. TV. Yeah, yeah.
1: Those people are not paired based on what makes sense. What about Taya? She's doing well. But then Taya and Adam don't follow each other on Instagram now, so I don't think that's worked out.
2: Are you fucking kidding me?
1: No. Spoilers, sorry, but what does that mean? It doesn't see, mean this is why
2: I don't follow them on Instagram. It
1: doesn't mean that they. No, I don't follow them on Instagram. Either, but i Google to see if they do, and I don't know that that means that they've definitely failed. But it feels like that means they've failed, right?
2: I think and you usually follow your partner on Instagram. Last yeah. year's thought of like a given. Yeah, I think.
1: I think so too. I think so too. Anyway, enough about Married at First Sight. If you don't watch it, this is going to be like, what? Why are they going on about it? But I kind of so want someone good. to
2: send us a marriage problem for a week to come.
1: Me too. I also feel like if you're listening to this podcast and you don't watch Married at First Sight. You should be because you'd love it. Yeah, like, or you're, mm. or you're having a terrible time mm. listening to this podcast.
0: Mm. <laughs> I will mm. saying if you are going to send in marriage problems, though, maybe not like ones that need marriage counselling. Do you think that's too serious? What
1: do you no, mean? No, I think one hundred percent send us marriage counselling. <laughs> How dare you? We're trusty hogs. <laughs> no, we can sort it out. Okay, I understand Sorry. marriage wow. through and through. Way to be undermined I, by the receptionist I've at been the over, I've wow. been to over five <laughs> weddings. <laughs> I just feel imagine being a therapist and your receptionist coming in going it seems like a serious problem i don't think you can handle it <laughs> no, how that. dare I, you Andrew? book them in book them in I, get them on the couch I, where we can do th- and helen
0: we can I'm, do this i'm i'm with you
1: i think we are best placed to handle marriage questions how dare you
0: okay but if, if there's any trusty hogs divorces uh, i'm not claiming any well, emotional responsibility i will I'll have i am. All the they were meant to be married we
1: told them what they did to do and they did the right thing
0: okay yeah, that's a fair
2: point any so, advice I'm sorry, I'm you do sorry. ask us will be like end the marriage
1: <laughs> andrew that was just a, that I just was so unhelpful he like, illegal... okay now we're all yeah, fighting again i think yeah we sorry, calm down. sorry sorry yeah okay i
0: just think what if we get sued by a divorcee
1: that's not gonna happen andrew you've really catastrophized there yeah although what court would why do we get sued
2: oh judge rinderwood <laughs> yeah but like that would be good pr actually i think you get a thousand pounds to appear in judge Rinder okay, okay, as right, well
0: back so a so us, we great yeah. Get divorced, sue us, on judge Rinder. If we do judge it Rinder, we'll we stop asking you to yeah, sign yeah. up for our
2: Patreon for a
0: week. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: and also Andrew, let's be realistic. If that was a thing the courts heard, how many girlfriends who had had too much prosecco would be sued by the partners of those women who are like? She came
2: home and she wanted a divorce because all the girls were like, leave them, leave them, leave them. Oh, my him. God, you love my nights out. I do. This is the thing. I really Just do. Just the and all my mates being like, you can do better, you can do better, Don't you can do better. not settle. <laughs> like, from three single unhappy women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do
1: not settle. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, Andrew, fuck you. We can handle it. Bring on your marriage <laughs> question. Hello just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's subscribed to be our patrons on Patreon we're so grateful we finally hit 50 patrons you know that
2: I check it like every day like Can I refresh you? the link tree it. oh, Yeah, it's
1: so sweet <laughs> honestly this podcast has been a labour of love and it has we had to put some money into it at the start and obviously we are finally with 50 patrons we're patrons I don't know which one to say patrons yeah with 50 patrons we're able to cover the cost of renting the studio which is so exciting we we're not losing money we're talking. not losing any money now yay <laughs> well we'd absolutely love to do is make money because then we could do things like put on live shows and have guests that get paid and maybe even make some money from this job but okay. eventually pay ourselves yeah but that's, that don't, let's not stress <laughs> about that we just want to say thank you for those of you who donated and if you're enjoying the podcast and you could spare three quid a month so like the price of a coffee or five quid we will give you things in compensation what do we give them Andrew? like lots of great things for three mm. quid,
0: yeah for three quid you get 24 hour early access nice and get all the goss ahead of everyone else love yes, it please. for five pounds you get a whole extra episode what? see yes. I
2: think that's the one to go for it's such a good bargain you know what I mean Mm. It's like so. A coffee is what, like three pounds. Yeah. And then a coffee and a pastry. Just don't do that one day a week, yeah. and then you're covered for the full month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, please.
0: And it's four, it's four episodes a month, basically, because we we have extra content extra from every episode. That's so good. And Holy then, shit. If you're
1: like, feeling very generous and you want to give us ten quid a month, what do you get?
0: Uh, Forty-eight hour early access to booking tickets for live events. Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, and ten uh, percent off merch, which is coming soon.
2: Yes, and <gasps> all of the above as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you get everything the, yeah. the lower funds get you as well. And then there are uh, higher tiers of Patreon, which we really appreciate if anyone is able to afford them. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. we don't know your financial details. We want to. Yeah, tell but us. we don't. We do. But thank you so much for everyone that has helped so far. I find the sincerity so difficult. I know, it's so hard. But, but it honestly- means so much the next goal is obviously to get to 100 patrons so that's our goal
1: please 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 if you can't afford to give us any money the best thing you could do for us is like subscribe and please tell five friends about the podcast because that also helps I us I like that's the
2: best thing that's how I get all my podcasts that oh, I love is just someone going you have to listen to this it's so so good so okay. if you can just like mention it when you're on about, about, be like oh I love this podcast yeah. like shout about it then we get more listeners tweet which about we can it we do more with it all that yes please okay sincerity over you're all the worst <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the most aggressive thing I've Yeah, was it? Was it was intense. That felt like it one of intense. my cuter
1: ones. No, you oh, made no, full no, eye contact no. with me, and I hated it. Hi. Hi. I was Hi. not ready for that. It's
3: okay. We're here. We're <laughs> here. We I'm have a we, we have a guest. Well, don't stop that. We have a guest here. <gasps> Hello. Oh, my, oh my god, who is it? It's me, Fern Brady. No, no, yeah, yeah. like, It was
2: like a little thing I thought would be really, really cute. Because like we're <laughs> getting towards panto season. So I thought like... uh but also, you know, this September. has been filmed so they can see who it is if they're watching on YouTube. Yeah, but if they're not watching on YouTube... Okay, that's
1: true. Who is it? It's Fern Brady. How I'll give night. you five clues. It's too late. It's too late. How are you? Good,
3: thank you. Yeah, Very how are you happy. feeling? Um, Very happy. Very happy be one of the first guests in what will inevitably be a huge podcast oh Stop. what a flirt a what flirt. could happen
2: is we fall out so epically that it all goes down in flames you and I reckon I. we could have that yeah I
1: don't think I take you seriously enough to fall out with you really yeah
2: I could see it for us like wrestling to the death I think that'd just end in sex even then it could just be a live podcast event couldn't it
3: I suppose uh, so yeah. we'd have that um, do, you, do you not just um, what me and Alison do with our podcast is we just uh, save up all our chats for each week um to try and-
1: oh you mean you don't maintain a friendship outside of it anymore and,
3: well we do when we're <laughs> not i've noticed i've been hanging out over more since we've not been recording the podcast
1: yeah because you don't want to spoil all your good stuff
3: well a lot of times we're like oh do you know what i'll just tell you this on the podcast <laughs> So it's i terrible. feel like
2: you've tried <laughs> to do <laughs> that with me but it. we're yet to run out of chat
1: yeah but i also think that i do that sometimes because you take a really long time on phone calls
2: I do, I, I do that. I have, have to, that to go, ha-
1: I have to go. So I just say, let's
3: do it on the podcast. Mm.
2: That um, wow, yeah,
1: wow. So
3: Fern, how's your week been? Uh, good. What have I done this week? Well, today's only Tuesday, so okay, I don't yeah. Watch. Uh, go
2: back seven days in your mind, then.
3: My cat. I had to take my cat to the groomer because he'd been sucking on his chest here, probably because he's so what? depressed <laughs> from living with me. Um, <laughs> Wait, you mean like bending over and like sucking? Like he's. Likes to suck on his chest here and um, like if he dribbles any milk into it, he sucks the milk out of it. It's really sad. Is that
1: like sucking chocolate out of your top when you get a little bit on your t-shirt?
3: But yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. But the top is but... your skin.
1: Yeah, I don't want to cast any aspersions, but based on your Instagram presence, you seem like a needy cat owner.
3: Well, I'm a dog person, so yeah. I'm not a cat owner, uh, really. Um, I got the cat because I wasn't allowed a dog. Yeah. Um, and he does... He does get stressed out from being with me, whereas my boyfriend's more a cat person that just leaves him to do his thing. Yeah. I still don't understand why your cat is sucking itself off but just using fur. No, he no, doesn't suck dick. his bait. It sucks his chest. It still feels here. like a
2: pleasurable thing. Um, like there's things you can do to yourself that are pleasurable that
3: aren't anything to do with
2: like your genitals. Like you know when you play with your ear.
1: Sorry, you never play with your tits. You never pull out your tits. You never do. Oh it. yeah. Exactly. So come yeah, on. Yeah, she
3: said she does it at parties and stuff. And yeah. Everyone Just it. standing in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. For, the, for the listener,
1: <laughs> Helen held her tits and put her tongue out and stared to the sky. Yeah, I don't Should know you be was. wondering what it was? No, but I know what you mean. Um, I have a question, and I. I feel like I've asked you this by messenger, but I'm just going to be open because I texted you beforehand to say, "Can we talk about this?" And you made a good point, which was like there shouldn't be a taboo around it. Uh-huh. But I, th- I think I maybe I think I'm obsessed about getting Botox for long enough that I think I should probably just try it and see if it's any good for me. Mm-hmm.
3: But recommend? There's a, well, there's a whole other world of injectables out there, and uh, Botox isn't great if you want to emote uh, during your stand-up show. Yeah, so the first time I had it. She did, did, there was too much. She did too much. Okay. And uh, I had a lovely shiny robot head for the full summer. Yeah, I do
1: worry about that. I
3: tried to look up at the sun um, as it started to kick in, and I nearly fell backwards. (laughs) Because you need... You need your eyebrows to move to look up at the sun. So you're oh, like, wow. Your, you have to tell your whole body back and then you just fall Okay, over. this is a good argument against... And the
1: thing is, I'm, I should say, I'm a person who has been thinking about this for ages and I go between like,
3: I don't need it, I'm a feminist or something. And then... You, you, you don't because your face is nice. But
1: then I also... We have to see ourselves so fucking much that I just obsess about... Yeah tiny things and then i also get scared so then i'm like but what if i get like botched and i don't want to be on a reality tv show for that reason so i think that's
2: why you want to get botox is the chance of getting
1: there does sound like a risk that is it's like there's a jeopardy there that seems exciting like i get a lot of piercings for the same reason it's like oh
3: no no look the way people get botched is they go to a woman that comes round your house that's done a certificate and how okay it's nice photos. to be at home it's nice to be at home so they, or they go to botox parties or stuff when you see botox bad job, parties, yeah it's because people have have not paid very much money for it you okay. want to go to a dentist or a doctor someone who knows where all the nerves are in okay the case. Um, so I go to someone proper um, and what I've do never you get? Had- I had Profilo last week, but it's you get two sessions of that. Okay, because Joanne McNally was like, "Get Profilo."
1: Wait, what is Profilo? Allow exactly? me to be clear, oh that's a very bad impression of Joanne McNally. It was like, like,
3: Profilo.
1: That's a really that bad. That's like actively bad. No. I'm keep of her. Keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. She's not as frightening as she seems. Also, she's the she, I, She's the nicest. The way,
3: Joanne didn't even say it to me. She messaged me on Instagram, but I imagined her saying, God, Profilo. Oh, I read oh. some
2: people's messages in their voice. I do that with you. Yeah, am yeah, yeah. like, but
3: it's, it's, <laughs> um, Also, but is just like, uh, you can get it at any age and it's, it's it's just like they inject hyaluronic acid into your skin. It's like a moisturizer on <sighs> your skin. See, then
2: you
1: glow through. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. If okay. You look at Joanne's. Face- I'll be honest. I
1: already messaged the person who did um, Joanne's because she makes this constant joke. She calls it Profiterol, and mm. so I messaged him and just said, "Look, do I have to forever hanker after Joanne's skin, or can we get Profiterols to go? What's the deal?" And he messaged me back to be like, "Lah, let's do it." But then I got chicken. I got scared.
3: Mm.
2: I get, I got to, but that one of wears off, back. doesn't it? Like it gets injected in, and then you all wear off.
3: It's all, like, it off. Yeah. It's all okay. melting in your face. So I want okay. to not get these things done, because um, I want to get a flat in Glasgow. So that's how I'm trying to stop myself from doing it. They here. are expensive. Like, have things that melt in your face, or have a property in Glasgow.
1: Okay, well, this, so- this isn't the sales pitch I was expecting from you. I actually, actively, actively um, feel more like I won't get it now.
3: Well you're saying you're scared Everyone feels weird about it the first time And then after that you're just like This is great Why is everyone lying to me about it And I'll tell you why Because you're buying a status um, Basically But where do I start with this? I did this program recently where I was talking to this woman about uh, stereotypes of Essex girls. The the woman was an expert on witchcraft and witch trials. What? Witch trials in Essex. She said that when it used to just be aristocrats who wore makeup, and then when working class women started wearing makeup, that was when people had a problem with it, and that was when they started trying pretty (gasps) glamorous women for witchcraft because you're seen to be... Taking a status that isn't yours. Shut and if you up. think about it with like Love Island women, there was some Love Island women who had a load of plastic yeah. surgery, and the press were really annoyed yeah. because if you're a working class woman, really one of your, I mean, you don't have social networks, you don't have like mm-hmm. a bunch of people from school that are going to give you a job. All you have is your looks. So if you buy good looks, um, you're sort of taking this status that you
2: don't. Oh my god, I'd never thought about that. That's, so
1: really that's the way I think
3: about it, and the way I, I do think yeah. it's
1: also about a faux feminism. So I think that like people don't want us to fetishize youth, but simultaneously do, and then punish women for being held to the same to a standard that they continue to abide by. So it's like we. Actively make beauty definitional with things, with all things youthful, thinness, um, like cl- like basically unmoving faces, mm. um, and clear skin, and then. When women are like, "Huh, oh, I've noticed this intense beauty standard. I think I might try to adhere to it." People are like, "You
2: fucking weak bit, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, weakness, also, the weakness, it's the weakness, generalization of like women all want this. Like we're all different. We all, oh, want sorry, different yes, things. absolutely, like, pure fucking
1: madness." What I mean to say is that women are the ones who are judged harshly by it, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I also think it's interesting that like we, we really don't like the idea that people buy beauty. It's like, we want beauty to be this intrinsically natural, wondrous Mm -hmm. thing that you like, that makes you special. As opposed to like, it's just as random to be born with it as it is to have the money to buy it. Mm -hmm. But we're like, but one is special and one makes you an idiot.
2: It's frustrating. Okay, fuck it. I'm in. Let's all get Botox together. No, No, I'm in. And all of a sudden, it's just suddenly changed for me. This is a Botox. I, basically, I was raised by a mother who was like, you want to have some lines because it shows you've lived. I love so that. she was always like, if you get to the age of like 40... Even 30 and you don't have any lines in your face. Short shows you've never cried, you've never laughed. Yeah. Which I think is maybe more her generation sort of a thing.
1: But it's interesting. No, but I do think the influences around you affect you. Like, I think a lot of comedians, female comedians on television, look incredibly glamorous. And we're coming up in a time in comedy where I do feel under pressure to look a certain way as a yeah, female man. comic. Yeah. Because
3: the the, um, the the Daily MASH, the MASH report, all yeah. the women on it, including you, are so beautiful. Thank oh my you. God, Stevie Martin, her, she looked amazing. Didn't she? So she looked
1: incredible. Yeah, she like, looked incredible. She's
3: already got a lovely, cute face, but the makeup just was so good. She looked stuff.
1: amazing. The 60s um, vibe was good. I also thought
3: she was funny. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> oh, nice at, dress. Uh,
1: Wah, who cares?
3: <laughs> You're talking about your mum being raised by a mum that said about wrinkle lines. I was saying to you the other day, I very um unusually apparently from what I hear of other women, my mum never raised me being weird about food. She mm-hmm. my mum only wore makeup like once a year or something. Mm-hmm. Um and she says that it really saddens us how much I care about looks now. And it all started um I remember at the uh, So You Finger Funny final, um
2: As everything begins. Bloody (laughs) bloody guy. Bloody guy.
3: Um, I I, I was um, joint uh, runner-up with Lucy Beaumont. Congratulations. Tiny, beautiful blonde. Yeah. And then um, the review of it was like, um, Lucy Beaumont twinkles on stage. So petite and so lovely. That was like Bennett's review. Because you could tell when he fancied someone. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, Fern Brady lumber's on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Big <laughs> unit! big Scottish beast and then the picture of me because I was like fatter when I started comedy so the picture I just looked like this fat melted candle and I was wearing like this I think this this is the problem right there's two things one
1: (laughs) nobody can take a good photo of anybody doing stand up it's always from under your chin it's always you pulling the worst faces because you're doing an impression of yourself shaving your pubes or whatever your bit is that night and it's like obviously look horrendous the second thing is though it's so many photos like I've I don't have my like no other job have I ever had where it's like no. pretty much weekly somebody takes your photo mm. and then it gets published somewhere and it's really hard not to engage with that but I, I do I think I really
2: want a copy of that review
1: I'm no, sorry me too. Could we so friends? funny it's on yeah. it's on trial,
2: Yeah. It's I remember like- <laughs> I got reviewed for something and you were emceeing it. it was the 99 Club bursary okay which is like it's just sort of like women are non-binary comedians and we're all doing like our best sets to try and win £500 to go towards our Edinburgh debut which is like mm. a really big help and um, they reviewed it, sort of a thing. I think I came joint winner with Janine Harouni, and um, the review was of everyone's material. And then for me, they were like, "Helen's tall, like, <laughs> like, like uh, Miranda or B- Brienne of Tarth.
3: She's a tall isn't it? Do you not like? I, it feels so bad being a tall woman in this country. Like, I love when I go to Holland or Scandinavia and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you always, you just feel like I don't know, not as I don't know. I, uh, I've always felt a bit um, self-conscious. But I either yourself. feel
2: tall or too short. Because I also then half the time having people go like, "You're not six foot. You're not six one," and being like, "No, I am." Like I don't. I, what a weird like, it's thing to keep saying. Yeah. Battle. I don't. Yeah. Like,
1: mine isn't the same. But the only equivalent I have of that is like, "But you're not Irish," and you're like, uh, "Why? Here, why would I make it up? Why would I make that?" Up? <laughs> but you're you're American, and you're like, "No." But you've been not a bit like yeah. But you've been you've raised there. Why are we do- no? Why are we doing this? So tedious. You don't have one of
3: those American Dublin accents. Is that but what lots don't. of people think I do.
1: Lots of people think I do. No, it, it's really odd. So I
3: would say it was like a Trinity accent.
1: Oh, my God. Fern, Wait, is is that that tea? Tea? Fern knows her Irish shade. Could it's normal <laughs> that people, isn't it? like... That's the normal people Yeah. The the normal pe- yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my
3: boyfriend went there and uh, he switches between his Trinity accent and then, like, <laughs> as a treat, he does his Galway <laughs> As a treat! <laughs> you, like, talk like a sort of farmer and uh, talk you, really fast. It's really funny. There's
1: real. There's specific words that if you're into an Irish accent, like, people love... So,
3: Sheffton...
1: Yeah, or like just sounds like my my girlfriend oh. loves cloth or yeah. orange. She's just like oh. cloth. Yeah, cloth. Cloth.
3: You also add in sh sounds where there shouldn't be in um, words, uh, like if you were saying that an s a word that starts with s-t My boyfriend's mum will say ah, stop, instead of St.
1: I would just stop.
3: That's it. Yeah. 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 It's so annoying that one okay well we're some, celebrating fun obviously
1: I, not a not a king of ferns that's fine but it would be weird if you found your bro- boyfriend's mom's voice sexy i guess
3: well i should add that she's um english which he hid from me till i met her so that's why it's especially weird that she has this sort of englishy Irish. oh okay i
1: don't have any time for that to be fair yeah so, maybe uh, she no, was I mean, trying
2: to fit in
3: i think yeah. so, well so her parents no were from me. so he gets very upset when i say she's english and he's like they just moved over they had her in england then they moved back "Mm -hmm." okay well that's some traitor talk if you ask me
1: um fern we have a problem from a listener
3: well the problem
2: is that Catherine wants botox but she's too scared to go through (laughs) but
1: also she hates
2: herself for it but also that's not what i've
1: emailed she has
3: an identical position to me and that we're just players in a game um isn't yeah. it like yeah. you have to compete with everyone else
2: I just think we all have one plastic surgery procedure which is the one that we'd want for yeah. me boob lift oh I've really got the rock, I've got the meat I just need the lift <laughs>
3: Quite a big operation.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? that's a big but one. I just,
2: I figured they could just like grab some skin and pin it.
1: No, they, you have end up with an anchor scar underneath though, which can be yes. quite intense. Yes. So from nipple down on either side, you're gonna have a, a big scar. I can oh, But they can heal pretty well. Me pretty too, and they're pretty sexy, edgy. Yeah, Nine. I don't know about edgy, but they're sexy. But mm. it is like it's a big difference to your body. Oh man.
2: And yeah, also, have buy you ever nice seen?
1: Bra. Also, sometimes don't you like leak from your nipples and stuff when they get wounds?
2: What? Ugh. I've looked into this. Anyway, um, I don't know why. I have no boobs what to be listed. I have nipple. no Puss. And blood, yeah. Yeah, I think I quite like that. A pussy nipple. <gasps> that's something to play with at home. That's a nipple. No I enjoy me. a spot, so I think that would be like No, yeah, that's why I had to take out my nipple ring, because I couldn't deal with any Oh, you've of... got a nipple I know, ring. I don't I know have I, was I, I don't
1: mingin, have one anymore. <laughs> okay, first of all, this doesn't feel like a safe space anymore. But second sac- it never bisexual. did and never <laughs> I had my nipple pierced, but I just couldn't deal with the upkeep
3: that's mad why well you're not a member to take that in the 90s <laughs> or something <laughs> like, she could have
1: been you don't know me <laughs> oh god that's funny I wear a lot of vests you don't know
2: um are do, we but Andrew's to gonna read us uh, the problem and then we're gonna oh help yeah, go try on, to help them but I also think Andrew should say which one of us needs Botox
0: uh, I will not be playing this game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: now go on, man. Tell us.
1: <laughs> I, I, I it's before. a trick question. We all need it. We're disgusting. <laughs> it Let's let go.
2: go. I'd get it on one side so I could really see the effects. <laughs> oh, just
1: <laughs> <one after. Yeah. laughs> Can we agree that this is
0: all...
2: Nonsense, like that we know it's all
1: externally imposed. It is, nonsense. Throughout this
2: conversation, all we do is come back to our own bodies. So we don't give a shit about anyone else. Then. Absolutely. Well,
3: I just want to be like Mary mm-hmm. and um, I never know if it's Margoyles or Margulies. Margulies. I think, I think it is, is Margulies. I, really I really. met her in a Poundland
2: really
3: once. So what? 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 But pound is land. But you said it. What? But it's a Poundland
2: to... or Poundland? Poundland. Okay
3: mere use would get on because my um someone I know at the BBC said that Maria Margulies likes to introduce herself by flopping one tit on the table. Ah, uh, that's, that's a hell of a, move.
2: Move. That's a me move. Yeah. No, I met. I was working in a cafe in Ballum and there was a regular customer who had just got a puppy, and we were all like young women working there, so we were like, "You can have everything for free, and we'll look after your puppy." <laughs> so we were like taking care of his puppy all the time. So I went into Poundland to get something for the cafe, and I had the little puppy with me because <gasps> health and safety first. And <laughs> Miriam was in the queue just before me and she went, Oh god, what a precious thing! Oh and then that god. was there, and I was like, ha ha, 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 ha. It was so good. <laughs> it's so amazing. Like,
3: she is. I love that she's getting she seems to be in the press more and more and yeah. her episode of the Louis Three podcast, I was screaming. <gasps> That's the
2: only in. episode of Louis Three I've ever listened to. Someone recommended <laughs> it to me and I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. It, it was, was so, great. so
3: good yeah. yeah, it's
2: great. She's so
1: great She
3: talks about how um guy, for fart <laughs> you think how like no one, no one of our age or younger would ever talk about something like this in this way. It would all be a discussion centered around trauma and stuff. Yeah, she said that a guy, a soldier, was wanking at her from up in a tree and <laughs> It's the famous
2: one she does on the Graham Norton show. Okay, so she,
3: so she gave him a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> so she likes wow.
1: to help the chops <laughs> yeah, wow. he in the two. Wow. Yeah. Well on that note, let's help somebody <laughs> yeah, else. Let's let's help someone else. <laughs> As Miriam would want us to. Do. Uh go on then, Andrew. Tell us tell us the email. Read yes. us the email. Who's it from? Uh this is from d D. We'll
0: like okay. initials to keep it an anonymous.
1: Okay, name. we'll have a message from D. Let's hear it.
0: So D has been seeing a guy recently.
1: Okay, is d, d a guy?
0: Uh, yes, sorry. Yes, that 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 will become evident. But okay, D is a guy. D is a guy, a guy.
1: He's seeing a guy.
0: Okay, uh, very casually. Um, but okay, it's been made clear by the guy he's seeing that um, he's probably not ready for a relationship because he's not fully out to his family and friends. But D would like a relationship, but doesn't see anything in the near future. Does he persist and help him come out, or do you kind of cut your losses, as it were?
1: Oof,
3: sorry. I'm slow. Can you say that again? So yeah. this, this guy has seen someone. He's seen
1: this guy casually. Mm. And this guy said, I'm not ready for a relationship because I'm not out to my family yet. Mm. But but D would like to have a relationship with him. So does he leave it or does he help him come out to his family and persist? And then the thing is, I think he's setting himself up for a huge rejection. So which just to say that if it doesn't work out, which is like just as likely. Or this guy doesn't want to come out or he helps him come out and then it doesn't go his way. I think you're creating a huge level of of investment. And I think people tell you who they are and they mean what they say. Like if someone's saying to you, I'm not ready for a relationship they're not ready for a relationship because there's another voice in them that always wants to people please. There's another voice in them that obviously likes you because they're spending time with you and they've pushed through those things to say, I'm not ready for a relationship. I think you should take it at face value.
3: Yeah, and all the shame involved, that they're going to associate that with you if they haven't come out to their their family. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but I will say there is something like for this D person, when you fancy someone and you really like where it's going and they say, we can't this barrier, everything in your brain goes... Well, let's deal with this barrier together. together. It's that movie feeling, isn't it? Hold my hand. Let's walk to the sunset. We can do anything together. But well,
1: I don't think people can come out for. No, they, they but can't. I, don't, I don't think That's they should the come thing. out for you. I think they have to come out for themselves. And also, like, sidebar: Why haven't they come out to their family? Do they are they not totally comfortable with their sexuality? Is it their family's fault? What's the vibe? Yeah, uh, it
0: was quite a long email. So I, I think um, the vibe is that he's uh, kind of only freshly realised his sexuality told some friends but not all of his family and, cl- and some close friends i think
2: well. then being like freshly realizing a sexuality is a difficult thing to get into a relationship because you're still wanting to explore it i think like, let's just make a grand assumption that if it's new to sexuality d might be the first time yeah this man's ever been with another man or like, like ser- yeah. there is that sort of thing of like, you want to try the whole pick and mix. That's like just getting the minstrels.
1: I also just, I'm the, I'm the, I say this like with love, but I've been the biggest culprit of not believing what people have told me about themselves at the start. Cause I've just been like, I'll just project what I want from you onto you instead. And then when they break up with me or I break up with them years later, it's like every sign was there. They told me this would happen in their actions at the time. And I just chose to believe yeah. I was special. So like.
3: That's an Oprah thing. People tell you who they are.
1: Oh, uh, when people tell you who they are, you should believe them. Although
3: when I dated girls, I used to—I didn't want to tell them that I wasn't um, out to my family, so I would just make up stories about how accepting my family was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucking sad. It was—it was really. A, it's really what? fucked. What? I—I I, I like. Oh fuck! I—I I, I was dating this girl that had an androgynous name. um uh that's not the word for it is it could have been a boy or a girl's name yeah and my mum saw her name on my phone and was like oh it was so and so um and i i just did it i had like so many opportunities to say and i just did it and all the, the the sort of like embarrassment and the every time i went out with a girl the the embarrassment around it and the Um, conflict I felt just got in the way a lot. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that's the thing. I think that's not an easy journey that gets resolved real fast and I think, look, you can absolutely be like, I'm in this and maybe they'll change their mind but I don't think you can be like, should I stick with it and help them come out? They have to do that by themselves and it's going to be complex so you can be there for it but I don't think you can decide I don't think you can I think you should take what they're saying at face
0: value. Yeah,
2: That's my opinion.
1: It, would sucks,
0: it be but like leave it would it be wrong to like just carry on like casually hanging out and having but fun but i think
1: at the point in which you're asking this conversation this question and you're emailing let's face it three random homosexuals and helen about <laughs> about it you you obviously care more than casually would we say
3: mm. i think so um I, i've got a friend who's had a uh, women use her as an experiment over and over again she's Uh, happily engaged now but every time what the women do is keep you on the side and like Mm -hmm. keep uh you're like this sort of secret thing and then just dispose of you when they feel like it see i I don't know if that's still a common thing because more young people seem to be okay with Saying they're uh, bi or queer now, yeah. So is it is it are are people still like that?
1: I don't. I think I would say that I'm not a very good example because I would. I generally wasn't used as a starter gay. I think. I mean, I think I was maybe like some people's realization insofar as they were like, oh, well, if you can have long hair, maybe I could be. But I generally wasn't used as an experiment because I don't think I seem gay enough for that. Maybe no.
3: Yeah, no. I'd say it. Do you know it what I mean? Happens more with. Um, there's some uh, gay women where it's like their their type is uh, closeted by women. Yeah, um, and it's it's just a ter- terrible pattern to get. That's the, the thing. Way. I've
1: never redated femmes, so it wasn't really an issue. Right. Yeah. But that's not me. To stare, I'm just that's a sweeping generalization. I, <laughs> there.
0: <laughs> I had it quite a lot at school. I say a lot, like three times. That's I, a lot for school. Yeah, that is a lot. Uh, and yeah, then all three guys are now quote unquote straight. So, (gasps) yeah, honestly, I thought I was like the most effective conversion therapy for a while. (laughs) Yeah, but um,
2: I know that happened to a friend of mine when he was at school as well. Sort of like a guy who was like straight and was like going out with like a girl at our school sort of a thing. But they were also like messing around on the side.
1: I mean, I say all of this. My first girlfriend never said she was bi, always said she was straight and just liked me and then was straight thereafter, I believe.
3: Well, I I think I'm heteroromantic but bisexual and that's a really great thing I've learned from younger people because I wish I'd had the language to say that when I was younger instead of thinking of myself as a shitty bisexual because I was like, I do keep having sex with women and I like that part, but I'm much more prepared to humiliate myself for men
1: Oh, I'm the um, inverse. I would think I kept. I I love having sex with men, but generally have much more romantic feelings for women.
3: Right? Yeah. So, and my my best friend describes herself as gay, but she she she's occasionally had sex with men. Yeah. And she says, "Oh, but just to be deba- debauched," so she, <laughs> <laughs> she And she was like, "And you only have sex with women to be debauched." And I was, and now I've learned like the right words for it. Yeah. Um, i definitely wasn't doing it as an experiment i did it too many times for yeah experiment the
1: theory had been proven and yet yeah, you persisted yeah yeah, yeah, but yeah i don't
3: i i wouldn't really feel i don't think i would feel all, all the girls i dated I, I found them hard work like really yeah. hard work uh, in terms of how much they needed. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Like, we are hard work, <laughs> but I love that. Yes. Yeah, oh my a, god, I love that.
3: Gay women like that. Um,
1: oh, the, the drama. drama. For sure. So,
3: for. Oh, give me sure. the fucking yeah, drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love no. it so
1: much. <laughs> Is that you oh, if seriously. we haven't read and cried today. Come on. I've Come only on. ever dated
2: mm. men, and mm. I think they've all been straight. I've fallen in love with gay men consistently.
3: Yeah. But like, <laughs> That's why I, I can't can. fancy someone that doesn't fancy me. I would never. Oh, fancy see, I a gay
2: fancy guy. them if they think I'm disgusting. Because I'm like, I hate me too. <laughs> oh, I love it. I fucking love no, it. No, Helen. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> we get along. No. But like the lack of drama is so significant. Like I have to bring the whole thing. I've had to do arguments by myself before <laughs> oh. just to fill some time. Like just sort of screaming at the street and they're like, no, no nothing matters. And I'm like, everything matters. <laughs> and it is frustrating because it's like I'm willing to multi-roll. I always have been. I'm very much sharing in that vibe. Like yeah. my name's Cher, this is Wesley's story and I'll be playing all the parts. Yeah. But sometimes it's like just a cameo. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, problem solved. Leave it. Leave the relationship. It's not even a relationship. Get over yourself. I,
1: I, oh wow! I think wow. I would just <laughs> I, I, I would just say protect yourself from hurt, and that's the hurt sounds inevitable. So to my mind, just say, tell you what, if you do come out and you're more interested in a se- more serious thing, because that's where my head is at with this. I changed my answer. Then I'll be available. That one. But, but yeah. I agree. What do you think?
3: Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Because someone's gonna get through to this person one day and help them come out. Yeah, but uh, it's not worth staying in it for you to then just be disposed of quite uh, callously down the line, which could happen. But also,
1: the role that you're describing sounds like that of a friend, mm-hmm. and you don't feel—I don't think D
2: has friendship. Feelings I think D take this, this person. person to the zoo and have a good chat. Is that where you break up with people at the zoo? Always at the zoo. Which exhibit? Monkeys. Oh wow. <laughs> So specific. No, it's not. It's a song. You know that song, like Tell Me on a Sunday? It's this really random musical theatre song. You bring this up every time. Break up with me at a zoo, like where there's chimpanzees. And I'm like, that's just so fucking lush. Is is it? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, you don't want me in that. Animals throwing shit at the window. Oh, they God. don't throw shit that much. Okay. They don't. They don't. Bryn Brady, you've been an excellent guest. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you
3: so much for having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Let's give Bryn
2: a round of applause.
3: Yay! I think people are clapping at home. Me too. you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh and
2: obviously listen to Wheel, Wheel of, Misfortune. of Misfortune. Yes.
3: Where can they find you, Fern? Uh it's on uh, um, I'm on uh, Twitter at Fern Brady and on Instagram at Fern from Bathgate.
2: And she'll be like tagged in all our social medias and
1: US like all ones. And she looks twenty one oh, even yeah. though she's actually secretly hundred and four.
2: Insane. It's yeah,
3: crazy. Yeah, it's fun. crazy. Um yeah. I think that's also just acting like a little baby. <laughs> uh, helps me seem young. Um, I'm on tour from January, the end of January. Yeah. Lots of new dates have been added. Thanks for the reminder. Yes, go to Frank Bikini tour. Queen. Yeah. Fucking charcoal, by the way. Anyway.
1: We'll deal with that We'll in leave it there.
3: Thank you
2: the
1: Oh, my God, this is exciting. It's happening. Okay, Andrew's going to tell who are our patrons, Andrew.
0: So There's these, 51 of them. There's 51 of them, and we have uh, uh 16 producers and Oh, two, my God,
1: 16 producers. Thank you so much.
0: Executive producers, too. Two Holy executive
1: shit. producers. They basically get to see our tits for the amount of money that they're showing us. I'm happy to yeah. do it. <laughs> no, you're not.
0: Let's, let's not. let's not commit to that. Okay. Uh, so our producers, we have the wonderful Lee myers
1: Thank you, thank Lee. you,
0: David Walker. Oh,
1: David, David. I love David.
0: Tim I and Dom. People.
1: Tim and Dom. I mean, what? They, sorry, they they're trying to be an exact producer as one person.
0: Uh, so no,
1: producer together. I'm sorry. Producer. Are they sharing the producer credit?
0: Uh, only one of them's getting getting the mug. So. Uh, <gasps> Tim, Tim's getting the mug and if, if if Dom wants a mug he has to produce it himself as well. Oh Wow
1: Dom. Wow Dom. Why do you like maybe be as good as your Thank husband? Thank you so much. Oh right yeah sorry. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so you. much. <laughs> it just seems crazy to me that they're trying to share no, a ticket to the show. I love they're doing it together.
2: I think that's just lush.
1: <laughs> no i um, no, I think it's cute. Thank <laughs> <laughs> okay. you.
0: We also have the wonderful Kira Leach.
1: Thank <gasps> you yes, Kira.
0: Uh, Richard Bignall.
1: Thank Richard. you Richard.
0: SB Dubs. SB Dubs. L. L.
1: S- Thank you, do you do, like, We love oh. El. on the ship. Thank you, El. Richard
0: Balls. Thank Richard you, Richard Balls. Bold, oh. bold sorry. Balls.: oh. That makes Richard. more sense. We were like,
1: any cousin of Ed? Thank <laughs> you, Richard <laughs> Balls. Good.
2: That was.
0: Good. Sadie Cashmore.
1: Thank you, Sadie. Thank you, Sadie.
0: Neil Redmond. Neil. Oh,
1: Neil, so generous.
0: <laughs> Rachel R. Rachel,
1: Rachel R. R. Thank you, Rachel. I know who that is. Thank you so much.
0: Victoria Hutchison.
1: Vic- Thank you, Victoria. Victoria. You sweet baby. Thank April. you.
0: Vicky, Emma Walton. Emma
1: Walton Emma Walton Hi Emma You're an angel Karen Ball. Oh thanks Karen Karen Thank you Karen Not all Karens are bad Doing good things for the (laughs) Karens
0: Anthony Conway Thank you, Anthony. Anthony Conway. thank you. And our, our final producer, Van oh, Harold you. Van Dyke.
1: Thank you, Harold Van Dyke. You're so good. Thank you for supporting us, guys. We so appreciate it. Oh, like, and then our two tell executives. Tell us two executive yeah, names.
2: The two I mean, we know them. They're in the executive suite. The, no, Simon
0: was, Moore. Simon
2: Moore. Simon and the lovely...
0: Guy Goodman. Guy, Guy
2: Goodman. Goodman. Thank you all thank so, you both, so much. Thank you so much. All of you. We're so and grateful. And also to the 3 and £5 pounds as well. Like, We're super, super grateful. Oh my God, too. 100%. We couldn't do this without you. Thank Thank you so much, all of you. One step closer to the Disneyland Americas. <laughs> <laughs> and stop us our goals. Okay. Pay my legal fees and then I'm going <laughs> to Mickey's house. That's not what that. Keep giving us money for the patrons. I've got to pay my legal fees. I've got to get some dominoes. And then I'm going to meet Mickey Mouse in his house. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E.
3: Amen